Welcome to Coffee and Converse. I'm Diane and this is a show for lifestyle entrepreneurs, those people building a business to support their life instead of living to build a business. If this is you, stick around for strategies on doing business more efficiently with more ease and in a way that feels oh so good to you. Hey, hey, this week I want to talk about CEO time and how you might be doing it wrong. Now, I know that you've built a successful business and that you built it to have freedom when it comes to time and money and impact and how you want to spend your life. But somehow, the more successful you've become, the less in control it starts to feel. And your to-do list seems to grow and it never seems to get any smaller because there's always a new fire that needs to get put out. So you can't always get to everything. But what if I told you that the reason you're feeling overwhelmed, the reason you're nudging burnout is not because of your to-do list. The reason you're feeling overwhelmed is because of the responsibility you have in your business and because you don't know how to manage that. The easiest way for me to demonstrate this is for you to think about what you spend your CEO time doing. So when you say something like, oh, I've got an hour of CEO time or this is my CEO day, what are you actually spending that time doing? Things that I see on social include building a webinar, writing HR policies, setting up a funnel, or maybe writing a sales page. Harvard Business Review did a study with over 60,000 CEO hours being tracked from their diaries. And this is what they found that CEOs spent their time doing. About 21% of it was spent on strategy, 25% on developing people, 25% keeping an eye on the business units, 16% on culture and structure of the organization, and then 13% for other things. You've probably noticed that the difference between those big business CEOs and small business CEOs is that they're really only doing one job, their CEO job. While the CEO is accountable for everything in the business, the buck stops with them, etc., etc., they are mainly responsible for setting the business's strategic direction, for setting goals, and for setting the tone or culture of the organization. They're there to develop long-term plans and strategies to ensure that the business is successful and stays competitive. This is what you see those CEOs who were tracked in the study doing. So why is your list so much longer? Because right now your job description is not CEO. It's everything someone else isn't doing. What those big business CEOs have that you don't as a small business CEO is a C-suite team sharing the responsibility of running the business. Notice the word responsibility, not the work. Even if you have a team and you have delegated all the work, you have probably not delegated the responsibility. A quick way to check this is to ask yourself, what areas do you need to have final approval? Do you need final approval on spending? Do you have final approval on a webinar, an ad, a social media campaign? Do you have final say on hiring and firing? Do you have final say on how a funnel is set up or what system is being used for something in your business? Were you answering yes, you own that responsibility. If you didn't own the responsibility, you would be setting a goal and agreeing a budget for each department and they in turn would report back to you with their progress on the goal. You've probably not delegated at that level. You might have delegated an outcome like I want you to hit this goal, but you probably haven't delegated the full responsibility of how to get there. And honestly, most small business CEOs are probably never going to delegate at that level. 
unless they start to hire a C-suite, which is pretty cost prohibitive, or invest a lot in the development of their teams. So why am I highlighting this to you if I'm also telling you, well, there's nothing you can do about it? The reason you need to understand the responsibility on your plate, not just as CEO, but as the whole C-suite, is to help you understand how to manage that load. Before we go any further, I really want you to understand how much responsibility you're carrying across those C-suite roles. So I've created a quick quiz to calculate your responsibility score. It's just yes, no answers. It'll take a couple of minutes. The link to do that is in the show notes, or you can find it at diamayor.com forward slash 213. The danger is that when you have these responsibilities and you're not aware of it, when it comes to decision making, strategy building, or goal setting, you're missing some of the perspective that can lead to mistakes or gaps in your strategy. And that in turn create more fires for you to put out, more tasks for you to do, more and more and more onto your to-do list. Instead, what you need to do is expand your thinking by asking yourself, which role am I in right now? Like, what hat have I got on? What is my responsibility in that role? And how does that apply to the situation? So to help with that, let's do a quick run through of the main C-suite roles and their responsibilities so that when you're wearing that hat, you know which questions to ask about that next big idea or challenge that comes up. So your chief operating officer or COO is typically responsible for managing the day-to-day operations of the business. They ensure that the business's operations are efficient and effective, and they support the strategic objectives that have been set by the CEO. The chief financial officer or CFO is typically responsible for managing the business's finances and ensuring that you've got enough money to keep running and that the financial statements are accurate and transparent. The chief marketing officer or CMO is responsible for developing and implementing the marketing strategies that promote the business's products and services. The chief revenue officer or CRO focuses on revenue generation through sales. They ensure that the business's sales effort are aligned with the strategic objectives and generate the revenue necessary for the business to succeed. And finally, the chief people officer or CPO ensures that the business's employees are motivated and engaged and supported and that the business policies and practices are fair and equitable. A quick note, you would normally have a chief legal officer in this list of key C-suite roles. But as a small business owner, this is one area where you need to hire an expert to advise you. So I focused on areas that fall directly on you. Now, each of these roles offers a different perspective in the business. So the next time you have a big idea or you face a challenge or you've got to set a goal, I want you to rotate through these hats before you make a move. This is going to ensure that you make the best decision possible. This is going to help you figure out what the priority is and make sure that all the areas are working together towards it. And that's going to help with that feeling of overwhelm. If you want to grow your business, you must make sure that you have a holistic strategy. To help you integrate this in your business, I've created a new podcast where we're going to walk through the types of decisions and questions I would ask someone in building a strategy and apply the C-suite perspective to each of those steps. To get the Sweet Spot podcast straight to your favorite podcast app or sent to your email, head to the show notes for the link or to diamea.com forward slash 213 and the link will be there as well. This may feel complicated and a little bit uncomfortable for you, but in order for you to reach that next level in your business, in order for you to grow the business and grow yourself as a leader, you need to be able to see the big picture as well as dive deep into each of the areas 
so that we don't miss anything, so that we're not making any mistakes, so that it's not taking us longer than it needs to to hit those big growth goals. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow the podcast and leave us a review.